Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Seven in Edmonton. It's a game night. Edmonton hosting the Vancouver Canucks. I'm at Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. Uh, you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Texas at 630-630. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan, which is uh, the uh, hometown of Joffrey Lupel, a player that uh, Brian Burke had uh, with, uh, let's see, he would have had him in Anaheim and then in Toronto. Uh, Yeah, he traded uh, him to Edmonton and then picked him up. Uh, in Toronto as well. And that's where we're going to go next. We're going to head off to a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. As Brian Burke joins us right now, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Brian, how are you doing? Hey, Bob, how are you? Good. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you and to everyone listening. All right. Uh, look, just before we get to the NHL stuff, uh, I'm a huge fan of the World Juniors, uh, and but that was hard to watch last night. You know, it's I, I sort of likened it a bit, uh, maybe not quite the same caliber for Team Canada, but to watching the U.S. Dream Team in basketball back in '92 uh, over in Barcelona, just you know, just demolish Angola. You know, that team had Jordan, you know, Bird, Johnson, some of the greatest players of all time, but it was a terrible game and completely lopsided and and lo and behold last night 14 nothing for team canada against denmark and i guess that happens once in a while but tough to watch those games aren't they well let's start off a couple things there's been some criticism of tim hunter and and i'm i think they went a little too far last night i think they when it got to double digits i think is when you start making five passes and trying to hit goal posts and things like that so i think that they went a little over the line but i also think it's a real fine line. It's a short tournament. You're trying to get everybody going. You're trying to get your power play going. You're trying to get the third and fourth line some a lot of touches with the puck. So I'm not uh, I'm not screaming and yelling about this one. I'm a little troubled. 
because I do believe there's karma. I do believe these things haunt you at times. So uh, I say somewhere in the middle, uh, a little a little too much for me. Once it got to 10, I thought for sure they'd take their foot off the gas. But uh, I do understand running up a bit, trying to get things going right away in a short tournament. Well, I know in Brent Leeson's case, I mean, the two goals he scored, he just put the puck on the net. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, you know what I mean? And, um, and you mentioned, you know, every guy's got to touch the puck and before you shoot. Claire Drake, when he was the head coach at the University of Alberta, 1981 World University Games, I think yeah, they were there in Spain. Uh, the Golden Bears represented Canada. They won the they won the tournament, but I recall they, they played like Korea, uh, South Korea at the time, and it was something ridiculous, like 24 nothing after two periods, and Claire made every single guy touch the puck before they were allowed to shoot the puck on goal. That's kind of what yeah. you're suggesting in that situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they and they did that to a large degree. I wouldn't spend a lot of time on it. There are no other people who are really upset. I can tell you this. I worked on 13 teams internationally, and I had asked that we'd be at the World Championships and Belarus would get beat nine to one, sure. Germany would get would get beat eight to eight to one, and I'd ask them, "Is are you embarrassed? Eric? Are you kidding me? We got out of the relegation pool. We're in the A the A group." We're playing in the World Championships. It's worth a lot of money to us. Are you kidding me? This is great. If we can play Canada and lose 8-1 or play the U.S. and lose 7-1, that's fine with us. Yeah, well, you know what? I think for Canadians, uh, they'd be, you know, it's a far bigger deal in Canada that we suck as badly as we do in soccer. <laughs> then, then the Danes are worried about getting lit up by Canada. Just in terms of, uh, Brian, do you recall at any point uh, during your playing career or your coaching or managing career getting uh you know getting smoked like that or conversely obliterating a team to that degree yeah we got we got beat when i was a sophomore we got beat nine to one by new hampshire and i scored the one goal with about three minutes to go and there was i didn't even put my stick up in the air it was so embarrassing but it was nine to one and uh, i've been on the short end of those things and i also the year we won the cup you know we told our guys every once in a while we're going to run it up we are going to run it up to six or seven goals just to show people we can do it. Hmm. And so we, we're old school. Keep the school, you know, keep the score respectable. Uh, first power play unit never got on the ice late in the game if we were up big. But every once in a while, we just put our foot on the gas a little bit, just especially as we got closer to the playoffs, just to let everyone know we're peeing on some shrubs. Let everyone know we could do it. Yeah. So this is in 06, 07. This is before the owners put the offer sheet on Dustin Penner then. Correct. <laughs> I'm just because uh, I'm thinking back to that year, and uh, the Oilers, as I recall, it was an ugly final quarter to the season in large part due to injury, and that hey, that happens to every team. But uh, does character get revealed? You know, like I remember, uh, you might remember the play in the Super Bowl. Um, the guy from Dallas uh, was running the ball in the end zone against uh, Buffalo, and I think it was Don Beebe went and ran him down from behind, and Buffalo was getting smoked by the Cowboys. You know, they were down by, like, 30 points. And he never gave up on the play, and he stripped them on, the like, the one-yard line. And it went 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 for a touchback or whatever. And I thought to myself, now there's a guy who does not quit on every single play. Like, when you're sitting there as a manager, are you evaluating? Like, would you be ev- – and not that the Danes have – I mean, realistically, I don't even know if they have, a, you know, any players worth drafting that were in last night's game. But – do you, do you sit there in those situations when your team's getting kicked? Does that tell you a lot about your group? Well, I think what's hard for people to understand 
is that this happens in every league to every team. Sure. There are some, some nights where you just don't have it. They can't play 82 great games. There's, there's not a player on the planet who plays 82 great games. And some nights you just don't have it. And the other team's got their mojo, and they get a bunch of saves early in the game, and next thing you know, at the end of the second period, you're down 4 nothing, and you got nothing going. You know that nothing's going to go better in the third. So it happens, and, and I've been on the wrong end of it. I've been on the right end of it, and um, but it happened. So last night, I mean, I thought the Danes never stopped working. They never stopped trying. They, they weren't realistically in that game. You could tell in the warm-up they weren't in that game. And uh, move on. I, I do think Canada did some important things last night. I do think they got everyone going. They got a lot of people handling the puck, touching the puck. Uh, it wasn't a 2-1 squeaker that, you know, they got to wonder what they have now. They know pretty well what they have. So I thought it was a good start. And, again, I would have let up at 10, but I'm not going to quibble with it either. Is this a tournament only Canada cares about, Brian? No, no, no. It's getting bigger in the States. It's not big in the States. Yeah. But it's it's big in Europe. There, there were a lot of people who would have been watching last night in Sweden and Finland Russia. No, no, this is a worldwide tournament. It's pretty cool. From Canadian or for Canadian Power Pack from Rogers Sportsnet, NHL Hockey and Rogers, uh, Brian Burke, longtime NHL executive. I was just thinking back to your Anaheim teams. The one thing that I will say is when the Ducks do get runaway games against them, so when they're down 4 or 5 1, you at times do see, and not that I don't thoroughly admire the player because I love him, but Ryan Getzlaff, you can always tell the barometer of the Ducks by Ryan Getzlaff. And if he gets frustrated, they're in trouble because he's obviously a, a spectacular player. Well, we had a couple of grouchy players on that team. Chris Parker was grouchy. Um, Ryan Getzlaff was grouchy. These are We didn't take kindly to, if we were losing, there's usually some kind of altercation that would take place at some point. So we, we weren't big on getting beat, especially at home. So if we got down, it wasn't very often. We get down 4-1, to 5-1 at home. You'd usually see some extracurriculars. Brian, I watched a team for about four or five years. I'm in year 11 of doing color for the Oilers, but the Oilers had an identity, and that identity wasn't always great when they were getting smoked. Sometimes they went down without a fight. And so, I, again, I, like I said, I've always thoroughly admired Ryan Gatsloff. You know that story about him with uh, the Calgary Hitman? Uh, he and Andrew Ladd going into Red Deer right after the World uh, Juniors Canada had won that great team they had uh, in the lockout year in 05, and they go in there and they fight uh, Fraser and Dion Phaneuf. I mean, is, is, isn't that just what hockey's supposed to be about? You just won a gold medal together, and now your rivalry between uh, Calgary and Red Deer resumes. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is a beautiful thing. we got to make sure we don't get away from that too much. You're just the man to make that happen for us. Well, it's been, I've been whining about it, and I've seen a nice little spike in the physical play. I don't know if there's a correlation, but I'm going to keep beating that drum. Yeah, well, uh, you know, there's no question that there's nothing wrong with not liking each other out on the ice, you know? Like, uh, I know we're all association brothers and that sort of thing for the players these days, but uh, a little bit of hate in the game is okay, isn't it? Yes, a little bit of hate's a, a lovely thing. All right. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks are playing the Edmonton. Are are the Canucks a surprise for you this season? I I, I think they're. I mean, if they win tonight, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they're that close, and and I, I don't think it's. Uh, I think they had a horrible stretch when when uh, Pedersen was hurt. Uh, they had horrible injuries to their two of their top four, uh, three or four defensemen. Sure. 
But they've been on a, they've been on a good run now, long enough that you, you have to say it's not a fluke. It's not some freaky six seven game run. They've been on a good run for twelve fourteen games now, and I think they've got the weapons up front to beat you. And um, this Tutterson kid is worth the price of the ticket just by himself. He's like Connor. Yeah, like oh, Connor McDavid. No, yeah, he's. I mean, they're very different players. I'm not saying it's like him, but it's, they're they're similar. In, in that, I would buy a ticket just to watch either player play. And I, then you got Besser and Horvat and the rest. But so yeah, they're they're for real in my mind. Right now, they've got more scoring depth than the Edmonton Oilers. Like I don't, I mean, they're out. They're a high scoring team than the Oilers. I don't think we thought that would necessarily be the case at the start of the year. Uh, and you you hit on something there. You said the Canucks struggle a bit when their D were a little bit dinged up. The Oilers are the Edmonton's got four, uh, you know thirteen point. It's not an hey every team gets injuries. I know the show's called Oilers now. But $13.7 million out in defense is $13.7 million out of defense. And we, we talk about Clefbaum a lot, but Brian, Chris Russell, he's familiar with Ken Hitchcock's systems. He gives you what he gives you. You had him in Calgary. He's an honest player. The analytics guys despise Chris Russell. And if they watched Edmonton this year, I'm here to tell you, I know Clefbaum had a good start to the year. I know Nurse has had a decent stretch of late. The Oilers' most consistent defenseman to date this season has been Chris Russell. Can you maybe speak to sort of the hidden qualities that a guy like that brings that maybe don't compute out to a guy doing a little bit of stat work? Well, first off, remember what I said. I spoke at the Sloan Analytics Conference at MIT years ago, and it's an analytics conference. And they asked me what I thought, and I said analytics are like a lamppost to a drunk. Useful for support, but not necessarily for illumination. You've got to be careful what you look at in the stats because if I block a shot, if I'm killing a penalty, and I block a shot in the first period, just going out to cover the point, and then with a minute to go in the game, I block a shot because I dive in front of one with my face, the statistical reward for both those is the same, one block shot. So what Chris Russell brings you, in addition to great leadership skills in the room, quiet leadership skills in the room as he brings a warrior mentality and a warrior's game to the ice and he drags people into the fight he elevates play and he inspires people because he's so tough we used to say chris russell is a jack russell he doesn't know he's small he just chris russell thinks he's six four that's his problem but he was great for us a wonderful wonderful young man and uh, you guys were were you not working on something to get him signed, and he had to get yeah. right. Yeah, we we tried to get him back. Yeah, and he's yet and he did okay in the deal of Dallas, as I recall. I think he got a second round pick in that uh, trade when you when you when you dealt him there. Yeah, uh, tree did, but then we we tried to sign him back too when he signed with Edmonton. So. Right, he signed the one year deal at three point one. Yeah. Then Peter went four times four. If you were assessing Edmonton realistically, uh, given their limited cap space, what would you add if you could? What would be the priority? I mean, it looks like they've got some depth and goal. Uh, you might even have to move out a contract to, to bring a different... But what dimension would you look to add if you could? Well, if I if I asked Peter Shirelli that, my guess is he'd be some kind of secondary scoring. Because so far, when they break up Drysdale and Connor... It hasn't worked out. Like, Leon hasn't been able to carry a line by himself. Right. Um, so, I think secondary scoring, although we keep saying that Riot Dugan Hopkins is having a, an excellent quiet season. Uh, I'd say probably secondary scoring. 
Right. And if not, then a D, because they, like you say, with with these three D out, they're 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 being exposed. Well, there's, I mean, yeah, I mean, you take two of their top four, maybe three of their top five. Do you worry about a player like Sekra? Two injuries in back-to-back seasons, torn ACL, Brian, during the 2017 playoffs, was never right last year. Then he rips up his Achilles. Uh, I, I mean, I saw him on the ice today. I'm concerned about a lack of explosiveness. To me, he looks still weeks away, like he's going to have to go down for a conditioning stint. And he's thirty. He's got to be thirty-two now. I mean, it, it, that's a tough situation for a player of that age, isn't it? Yeah, I just I remember when he was playing junior. I remember Mike Fudo who was the GM and Owen Sound at the time, telling me if you ever get a chance to get this kid, get him. He said he's a world-class kid, world-class competitor, and he's had a really good career. But you're right. You got to be at this point. You've got to be wondering how much gas is left in the tank. The player's getting up there. He's ser- two serious injuries in back-to-back years. You got to wonder when that lightning's going to strike again. How come Mike hasn't become a GM yet? He's been with the Kings for how long, and uh, has it been his own choice? Not because I, I believe sometimes he's taken himself, his name out of the mix for some jobs. Um, well, I think he did in Carolina, but lots of people did. Lots of people took their job out, their name out of the running in Carolina. Yeah. Um, no, he'll, he'll get his turn. He's a really sharp guy. He'll get his he'll get his shot. What do you think of all the stuff that the owner's doing in Carolina? I mean, he is hands-on, isn't he? Well, hands-on, that's one one way to put it. Yes, hands-on. <laughs> I'm saying you're not, you'll never draft a defenseman in the first round, and I don't know. I guess I guess I must have been wrong when I took Chris Pronger in the first round. I, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, better than the guy that went ahead of him, as I recall. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and by so, the by the way, in between in between Mark Messier and I would maybe argue, not everybody likes to hear this, but I'd probably say Taylor Hall. Uh, Chris Pronger was the best player the Oilers had in between that because Taylor Hall was a pretty good player for Edmonton, but Chris yeah. Chris for the one year he was here before uh, you got him. I mean, there's a reason why Edmonton went to the Stanley Cup final, and that guy could play the game in a rocking chair for 30 minutes. Well, he's got the if you go back and look at the effect Chris Pronger had. He took four teams to the Stanley Cup Finals, if I'm not mistaken. And then all four teams, after they traded him, missed the playoffs. It's something crazy like that. Like It's it's a measurable impact on teams, what Chris Barner had. Well, he slots everybody else in a different spot, too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, Kevin picked up, uh, oh, geez, who was the check that he picked up that year? Uh, Spashek. So he had him in his second pairing, and... You know, it, it and played Jason Smith with Pronger, and then you got him, obviously, for Lupul and Schmid, plus, plus, plus. And you guys went supersonic, and you already had uh, Niedermeyer at that point, so you're in pretty good shape. And then you ended up flipping him to Philly. And you got Lupul back. Was that Now, did you make no – you were gone by then, right, when the Pronger yeah, – Yeah, I was gone by then. You were gone by then. Brian, happy holidays. Uh, I, I can tell right now you're fighting a bit with the uh, with the cold. Get through it, and uh, thanks for joining us. We'll hook up next week, okay? Okay, thanks, Bob. You Thank bet. You. That that is Brian Burke, longtime NHL executive. Uh, yes, indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He joins us every Thursday for Canadian Power Pack. It's 124 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick time out, and this is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will center Tobias Reeder and Yessa Pogliarvi as the Oilers reunite Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Some guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Tell you what you can do here. You can book with New West Travel. Join us on our Oilers Now road trips. We've got one coming up to Nashville, one in Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the NHL. These Oilers Now packages include airfare, accommodation, game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas. All your transportation will have welcome receptions and special guests and parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. For these Oilers Now roadies, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back on Oilers Now, we will hook up with Ben Kuzma out of Post Media in Vancouver. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.